are now listening to Wisdom from North podcast with me, Jannike Einias. Here I will explore topics such as metaphysics, spirituality, personal growth, and in general, how we can create good lives for ourselves. My intention is to find some answers, but perhaps more importantly, finding new questions to ask, because there is always something new to discover in this wonderful universe that we live in. In Wisdom from North, we're passionate about helping you take your spiritual growth to that next level. That's why we are collaborating with some amazing spiritual teachers and partners who offer free webinars and classes. Go to wisdomfromnorth.com forward slash free. Disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast belong to the guests and do not necessarily represent the views or positions of Wisdom from North or any entities they may represent. Now, please enjoy the episode. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to a new episode on the Wisdom from North podcast. Today you're going to meet Anja Stensig, who is a Danish spiritual teacher and author. And today we're going to dive into topics like the divine, God, Jesus, and love. And for some people, they might be like, oh, this is not for me. I'm not comfortable with speaking about God and Jesus, while others are like, oh, this is totally down my alley. And I've had some resistance towards religions myself, because I feel that a lot of the deep knowledge and deep wisdom and teachings in the religions that were there from the get-go has been twisted and turned, and that people in power have twisted this teaching for their own benefit to suppress other people. I mean, we can just look at history and see how religions have separated us instead of uniting us. And that's why Wisdom from North has been mostly focusing on spirituality. Because like I'm saying in this interview, religion needs spirituality, but spirituality does not need religion, or dogmas. So I've been brought up in a Christian tradition, but I have been a bit hesitant with having interviews about Christianity because I just didn't want to be put in a box where people thought that I was Christian. And that was very important to me because there's so much in Christianity that I don't support, like that we're born sinful. I don't believe that at all. At all, I think it's the opposite. We're not sinful at all. We're here to experience being human beings. And I've never resonated with this male focus that we speak about God as sort of this man, this father. I've never looked at God as a fatherly figure. And that, again, I feel comes from mankind, you know, that 
our society has been so male dominated. We've had a patriarchy for so long. So long have women been suppressed. So we even had God being a man, right? I mean, what a great way to suppress women. <laughs> so God to me is not a man at all. It's all there is to me. I believe we're all part of God. So in a way, I almost felt I was a bit allergic to this. But as I matured spiritually and as I expanded my consciousness more, I stopped using words like, you know, I'm allergic to this or, oh, I have so much resistance towards Christianity because I understood that that was not beneficial for me because that was just a separation again. And also what I've found is that there's so much beautiful teaching in Christianity. And that's something I love to focus on is the mystic part of Christianity and the mystic part of religions in general, because that's where I think we find the true teaching that was there from the get-go before it was twisted. I think that even reincarnation was part of the Bible, but was taken out. I think even UFOs have been mentioned in the Bible, but has been taken out. We don't only have these four gospels. We have many more. I mean, there were several that were found, I think it was around in 1947, around that, that told another and a deeper story and other perspectives where even Mary Magdalene had much a bigger role than we have been led to believe. And how I look at it is that Jesus and Mary, they were in a way depicting the divine father and the divine mother, like the divine masculine and the divine feminine. I love digging into that perspective of religions, the Gnostic part of it. Gnosticism means true knowledge or knowledge. And I love that part. So in this interview, we're going to venture into speaking about God, but not in a religious context, more in the context of how can we cultivate a deeper connection to God without religion? Because it's like Anna Stensig is saying and underlying that we've followed Christianity for a thousand years in Scandinavia, and then all of a sudden we became secular, and then we threw God out. It's like we threw the baby out with the bathwater. And that has left a lot of us feeling a bit empty inside. Me especially. And basically, that's why I started Wisdom from North. Because I long for this connection of the truth of who I am. I feel that there's a greater force inside of me and out there that I'm part of. And sometimes I call it God. Other times I call it the universe or source or all there is. Now, what I'm especially excited about with Anja Stensig is that we have actually made an online program with her. And I don't know when you're listening to this, but the first time around that we're launching this is November 7th, 2022. And this is a six weeks program. And this is a course where basically... Anya is guiding you and showing you the way on how you can move from living a life, going from operating from fear to operating from love and cultivating a personal divine connection with God. I've been longing for that. And that's why I reached out to Anya a while ago and asked her, you know, we do many online courses on Wisdom from North and I love your teaching. I just feel it's so deep and I feel we need this. And she said, yes. And I actually traveled down to Copenhagen this summer and we filmed this course and now it's ready. And we also did an interview and this interview is what you're going to listen to today. And for me, working with Anja Stensig has actually meant a lot because I have identified with her story. We both have been in show business. Me as a musical theater artist in Norway, she as a TV personality in Denmark, and we both have had severe and deep depressions. 
But the difference between us is that she received this mystical experience and this divine grace that led her where she is today. I mean, totally dedicated to love. And that's, that's big. I've never had that deep connection to God. I think I've always been longing for it. And that's part of why I wanted to work with her and put up this online program with her on Wisdom from North, right? Because I also would like to be teached by her on how to open up to this. I've had spiritual experiences, but they have lasted for, you know, some moments or minutes or longer than that. But then I've sort of come back to my old self, my default, right? <laughs> and when I went to India, I went to this ashram and they taught me that you can have mystical and spiritual experiences through two ways, either through grace, that it just happens to you, or through practice, practice, practice. So I'm in the praxis box and Anya is in the grace box. And I don't know about you. Maybe you're in the practice box too. All right. So now I want to introduce Anya to you. Anya Stansig is a spiritual leader, author, speaker, and mentor dedicated to ignite and cultivate divine love in the world. For more than a decade, she was one of the best known TV and radio personalities in Denmark, Hosting her own talk show, as well as almost every other kind of TV entertainment, she was voted best female TV host during her career. In 2011, she fell into a deep depression that changed her life forever. After six months in painful darkness, she re-entered the world completely transformed. She represents what you call a new Nordic mystic approach to spirituality, where everything but the pure and simple connection directly to God is stripped away. And as a world-class speaker, she has shared her message with thousands of people. She's also one of our masterclass teachers in Wisdom from North membership, where she's teaching the class, Fall in Love with Life. Now, guys, let's meet Anya. Welcome, and thank you for having me come here and visit you and work oh, with you. We're so excited about it. It has been such a blessing spending these days with you. So thank you so much for asking me to, to be part of this. Yeah, it's been a beautiful process, and we have now filmed six modules for a new course that we are producing on Wisdom from North. And for me, it has been such a joy, and I'm really grateful to be able to produce this course because this is a material that actually we haven't covered so much on Wisdom from North. So we have been making a course called Nordic Mysticism and maybe you can now come with a subtitle because I don't remember it. <laughs> it's very long. So the course is called Nordic Mysticism, the non-religious, non-dogmatic, no bullshit path into the presence of God. It's an awesome title. Now, in this course, we are going to speak about God. We are going yes. to speak about Jesus. So tell us a little bit about why you're passionate about this particular program. Hmm. Well, to me, my entire journey has been about stripping away everything that is unnecessary. Um, it has been a journey of just trying to connect as purely with God as possible, to just dive in behind all the noise because there's so much noise and there, there's a lot of beautiful things in religions. There are a lot of beautiful rituals. There are a lot of beautiful wisdom to find. But somehow I, I was never comfortable within the constraints of religion. Um, I don't even consider myself Christian, even though I have always had this uh, very, very deep relationship with Jesus um, because I have been blessed to have, have him by my side. He has appeared to me uh, for many, many years. So he is, he is my master teacher. He is who I turn to. But I don't call myself Christian because uh, 
You know, Jesus was not a Christian. <laughs> Jesus was a mystic. Jesus was someone who showed us how to be in the presence of God. And Christianity was what human beings build afterwards. Um, and I believe that there are many um, misconceptions. There's, there's a lot in some forms of Christianity that I, I believe is very far from what Jesus would have told us. So especially one of the things that I touched down on in this uh, course, um, because mysticism is about the direct personal experience of God as something that is not separate from us. And, you know, in, in Christianity and in uh, most other major religions, we are taught that God is something separate from us. So this whole idea of oneness that I see in the words of Jesus has not been unfolded in the, in the Christian church. So Nordic mysticism um, and why I really want to dive into this is because I just really, really want people to know that there is a way to God um, that, that is outside religion. And I see in the spiritual world that we often tend to avoid the word God because it is tainted by religion and dogmas and, you know, these boxes that we don't want to land in. So I, I want to inspire people to invite God back in because... I think we need God. I, I don't think, it's not for me, it's not enough to understand the energies of the universe um, or to speak with angels or, or whatever. It's not enough. I need to be connected with the source of everything. And the only name which holds completely that meaning is God to me. So I think it's time that, that we leave religion behind and just invite God back in. So that's that's my whole intention. This was a very long answer. I don't yeah. know if I answered what you no, asked I, me. I love it. Um, so for you, it's important with that word God, but for other people uh, who might be interested in the program or just developing this deeper connection with God, could they still nevertheless call it something else? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I, um, I teach... Um, that you should find the word that resonates with you. The, the name that uh, opens your heart, the name that makes you long to be connected with that. And it's just that, you know, um, sometimes to me, words like universe or source are so impersonal. I cannot connect with them in the same way as I can with the word God. But if you can, then that's all good. Names are not, not important in that way at all. Mm. Um, and, and this is very important to me, is none of what I say is something that I want other people to just accept as a truth. I don't know the truth. I know what is true to me. And my invitation is, um, this is what I see. This is what I experience. This is the revelations that I have had. Maybe you can find a piece of your puzzle in my experience. And, and maybe that can help you closer to your truth. Um, I am not uh, a believer in 
one ultimate truth that is the truth that we could ever have the capacity to to understand maybe there is one big truth behind everything mm. probably but we as human beings will never be able to find it and um, you know all we can do is find out what is my way in this where does my heart open what makes me you know vibrate with the presence of love and god beautiful that is very important to me as well and all the teachers we work with uh in wisdom from north they say the same that this is my experience and i want to inspire you uh with this mm. and you're also doing that in the program and what i find very inspiring with you is what this work or experience or way of living mm. how it has affected you mm. so i would love for you to share a little bit about how can our lives change by cultivating this deeper relationship with god or whatever we want to call it within <laughs> Oh, that's a very, very big question. How can our lives change? Um, they can change completely. Uh, but, you know, the, the thing that makes this uh, question difficult is that I, um, one of the big parts of walking this path to me is surrendering um, into the will of God, the intention with my life. So, you know, what do I get out of this? Only God knows, you know? But what, um, what is intended is that as we begin to walk this path of surrender, what we can expect is that we become more and more aligned with who we came to be. But we might not know right now exactly who that is. When I began my journey, I had no idea I would end up sitting here doing what we're doing now, teaching and writing and speaking to people and having you know uh, sessions with clients and this was never part of my my vision for my life it was what appeared as i surrendered and it is so much more beautiful than what i could have ever imagined so but what i will say is what what you will always get from walking this path of truly inviting God into your life is that you will be able to move yourself from a place of fear and uh, limitation into a place of uh, limitlessness and spaciousness and trust. So, and that is a very, very big um, change. I don't know if you can, you know, feel into the difference of being in the world in fear. When we are in fear, we are in a feeling of being alone. We are in a feeling of having to control everything and we can't control it and then we become fearful. And in the opposite spectrum of this is uh, all is surrender into God, is actually what I call Christ, which is uh, the consciousness of God's love, knowing God's love. So the opposite of fear is truly, truly knowing God's love. And when you are there, you are never alone. You know how loved you are. You know how held you are. You know that there's nothing you need to control and that you can surrender into the will of God because God or love will always bring you to the highest uh, 
the highest of highest, the highest good of all, is where God and love will lead you. So that is the biggest change. And I know it's not very, you know, step A, B, C, and then you will have eternal bliss. This is not what it's about. I don't believe in eternal bliss. I believe life is uh, light and dark and it is messy and it's beautiful and it's painful and it's joyful and, it's, you know, it's everything and it's supposed to be. That is what it is to be human. But when we walk with the, the knowing that we are part of God, then it is so much easier. Mm. It's just easier. You put it beautifully, and I feel it's two totally different ways of living. Yes. Living in fear is not pleasant. No. But like you're saying, life is messy nevertheless, but it's just another way of existing in the world. Um, speaking of suffering, uh, I'm thinking about Buddha, uh, speaks a lot about suffering, and I've been leaning towards more to Buddha and Buddhism uh, in my path, but only lately I've started to open up more to Gnosticism and Jesus and the words and the deeper words of Jesus, and you have been uh, some of the teachers that have inspired me to do that. What would you say are the biggest difference between the teachings of Buddha or Buddhism and Jesus? Well, there's there's one major, major thing that completely separates um, uh, Buddhism and what what I am teaching, which is in Buddhism there is no God. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's true. So, so Buddhism is more uh, the way I see it—a philosophy or um, uh, a perspective, or you know, teachings on how to be in the world. And um, I need, I need God. <laughs> so, <laughs> and there, there is so much beautiful teaching in Buddhism. I, I. I completely um, see that and accept that, and many Buddhist teachings are also close to my heart. Um, but uh, I cannot. Um, I, there's just such a big piece missing for me when we are alone in the world, and it's a, uh, and it becomes um, about personal development. It becomes, how can I better myself so that I become an enlightened being so that I, and I know Buddhism is not, it's all about getting rid of the ego, but still it is, um, to me, um, a, a project of, you know, um, becoming something where, yeah, I don't know. I'm not that deep into Buddhism, but but that that is definitely a, a major thing. And we also spoke about the um, letting go of suffering, yes, and then the embracing of yes. suffering, yes. And that is that's a very big thing that I have only realized recently. And it's not necessarily a part of uh, the Christian teachings that uh, people know of. This is this is something that I learned from uh, a teacher called uh, Cynthia Boshu, uh, who's a brilliant American uh, reverend, um, and what she showed me was that Jesus teaches something that is radically different from Buddhism and also actually radically different from uh, a lot of people's approach to Christianity, which is um, uh, let go, just keeping things in an arm's length. Don't uh, let your longing, let go of all your longings um, because they, they, they will, you know, lead you astray or they will be captain of your ship if you uh, 
allow your longings, you know, to to take control. So you have to let go of your longings. Um, and also in Christianity, you have these ascetic um, yeah, desires. Desire is seen as yeah, the desire exactly. The, the desire. So mm. so we don't want to desire anything mm. in Buddhism and in some branches of Christianity. We want to you know, lead a simple life. We don't want to want anything. Mm. But what uh, Cynthia Bushel showed me, and it resonated so deeply with me, was she said, Jesus shows us that we should embrace everything. You know, we receive all this love from God to bring out into the world. Everything is God. Embrace it. Jesus embraces everything. He embraces the light. He embraces the darkness, even when it's horrifying and so full of suffering. He embraces it and says, thy will be done. So he says, embrace everything but hold on to nothing. So instead of rejecting and holding things out here, we embrace everything and we bathe it in love. Mm. And we allow ourselves to receive every beautiful gift that this world has to offer, but we don't hold on to anything. Mm. We are willing to no, let it go. So just let it pass through us. So that's a that's a big difference, and um, and that needs also so beautiful uh, encompassing the darkness. Absolutely, mm. absolutely. Every everything that is God, mm. which is everything. So embrace the darkness. Embrace the embrace the pain. Bring God's love to the darkness, bring God's love to the pain, bring God's love to uh, everything that is dark and hurtful. Embrace it, the good and the bad, but don't hold on to anything. That is definitely pretty far away from some Christian traditions. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> And some some Christians will call me a, a devil for saying something like that, but it just it it feels so true. Yeah. It feels so true. So, what are your perspective then on this manifestation focus that we see a lot uh, of? And many teachers talk about it. Many work with manifesting their lives and. Mm and embracing their desires and manifesting and co-creating. And you speak more about surrendering. Yes. So are these two different things? Do you think that we have a destiny? It's predestined. We have um, sort of a blueprint that is set uh, or are, in your perspective, we are co-creating also our, our lives? Uh, both. Mm -hmm. um, I believe that there is a blueprint. There, there are specific things that we are here to explore, to experience, to transform, to meet, to be. You are here to be you. That's my core belief. You are a unique... Um, um, a, a unique mirror of one part, one facet of God. You are one very particular beam of God and no one else can be you. So your main task or reason for being here is to be you and to allow yourself to be you and to um, come closer and closer and closer to being you in the world. That's your main task. I do believe that we are co-creators. So there are the major lines I believe are made out. There's a limit 
to what we can co-create. We are not all meant to be billionaires. I really don't believe that. Only so many people can be billionaires. <laughs> so to me, co-creation is a um, path of surrendering into the will of God, to allow the will of God to unfold through us. And our job is to not stand in the way. And I think we very often stand in the way when we um, go into this mind-focused, uh, limited imagination of what we are able to be or what we are able to become. I could never, as I said, have imagined the life I am living now. If, if I had to trust myself to manifest that, I would, I would be somewhere completely uh, different because I could not see this. This is what unfolded through me, through surrender into God and classical manifestation, this envisioning and, you know, dream up your, your life is <laughs> a very mental thing. And everything that goes up on up here is limited and contracted. We want to live a life from the space of our hearts which is limitless, where we are aligned with who we came to be, where we are love in the world. And I honestly think that we mess it up by trying to manifest all sorts of things. Oh, but I want a house. You're not supposed to have a big house like that. You're supposed to live in this beautiful little place in the forest and you know, talk to the ducks. You're not supposed to be a guru. You're supposed to be a plumber, blessing the pipes under each house, you know? There's so many ways we can be of service and make an impact in the world uh, without, um, you know, attaching ourselves to these uh, weird concepts of success, um, that you will only a success if you are a billionaire or if you are a rock star or if you are on in, in the top of the pyramid of the hierarchy the time for hierarchies are slowly but surely you know vanishing in the this is such an old way of thinking and it's a way of the mind and it's a way of you know, a very masculine energy. And we are moving into the time of receiving. So this yeah. is a very interesting topic. And I just want to say that we've had some issues with sound and noise during uh, this time. <laughs> yes. There was construction workers outside. We had Tour de France going on in the city. And then this wonderful guy living on the next floor who was walking back and forth, which you could hear. <laughs> and they have been so silent for many hours. So we understand that they needed to move a bit. Yes. <laughs> but that's, you know, real life when we're doing this uh, sort of live recorded here. <laughs> yes. uh, but back to that big question. This is interesting. Uh, so, would you say then that uh, if my destiny is um, to be a plumber, that mm -hmm. is what you said, uh, bringing light to <laughs> the system, <laughs> to the pipes, <laughs> to the pipes, um, would this plumber really want that? Is this also his deepest will um, when he sort of realizes his potential? Will that be his deepest will? So are you saying that, oh, I want to be a billionaire and that is not in our destiny. That's not what we deepest yes. want either. Yes, mm. I would say that. Okay, so it is, it is not, it, mm. it's out of alignment. Mm. It is, you may think that that is what will make you happy, 
but it's not. Okay, that makes sense mm. to me, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, um, over to something else I was wondering about. Actually, when we were recording, I was recording your course, a beautiful, beautiful program. I'm so excited for everybody who's interested in experiencing this. Um, cultivating this deeper relationship to God. You're saying in the course, and we don't have time to go into it now, but you're saying that everything is God. Yes. And I love that perspective as well, and I believe it to be true. So if everything is God, why do I have to cultivate a relationship to something I already mm -hmm. am? <laughs> That's a very, very good question. That is because when we are born into this physical form, we are born with the concept of dualism. You know, this world works in the most uh, amazing way. We, we are born into a, 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 a dualistic world, you know, and they coexist, the non-dual world and the dual world coexist. So the separation, the idea of separation is actually made up in our brain. When that part of our brain stops functioning, then we would be able to see and experience that there's no difference between my arm and the air. You know, at a, at a physical level, scientifically, you know, physically, there is no way to separate me from you, my hand from your shoulder. When we zoom in, you know, uh, it's all just electrons, thousands of light years apart, you know, and they're not even constant, they're blinking. So there's, n there's no solid form. So this is a construction that our brains make for us to be able to exist in this world. So um, we are born into the illusion of a world where we are separate from God. And I believe that one of the reasons for this is for us to live a life where we find our way back. It is like a, a hiding game, you know, you put or a, a, a treasure hunt, you know, you put someone there and then see if you can find me and go through all sorts of experiences to, to, to reach that place where suddenly, ah, I see, ah, so that's what my life is made up, up of, is this movement uh, of finding your way back and then you bump into people and a little piece falls off and it becomes a little bit clearer and then you, you know, fall into the embrace of someone else and then you are reminded, oh, there's something there. So you gather these little pieces and and hopefully slowly unfold. Or some do. And some just live an entire life in the illusion of being separate from God. And um, that's also fine. Maybe next time they will be, they will get the invitation, but they might not, you know, say yes to it. So we are born into this feeling of being separate from God, but within us is a deep longing that some of us feel. Not everybody feels this, but this deep longing to to re-merge with the source, re-merge into this oneness that is our natural state, that is what we come from. So, so yeah. Um, and this is also why most people have this feeling of just being very alone in the world. This or empty. Is, or, or empty. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but really also the feeling of being alone and um, not understood and a stranger to this world. And you never feel alone anymore? I feel a lot less alone. 
because I can always step into the presence of God, but I am still human. And, um, you know, I would love to just completely melt back into the, the oneness always. But that is not until we die. So mm-hmm. I will just have to wait for it. <laughs> So this is this is actually very important for me to say because this is truly not I would never tell anyone that there was something they could do to get to live a life of eternal bliss or just being happy all the time that is not human life when we get to that point where we can just be in eternal bliss there is no reason to be here anymore so that's where we say goodbye. Right. Mm. Yeah, because the, the darkness and the light, as somebody said this, um, we can learn. We we learn both through the darkness and light, and mm-hmm. we need both. And sometimes uh, you have a, a relationship that you felt was bad, but that's what you needed. Yes. You needed to meet yes. this person that was really tough on you, or yes. it was a horrible relationship, but that was what you needed from source or God to learn, or you can have a beautiful relationship to learn the same. So it's not, this was good, this was bad. And I think that's so important to have an awareness around because sometimes I feel when you are spiritually interested, people expect more from you Mm. that, oh, why did you attract this Mm. in your life? Why Mm. did you, who are so aware and know all these tools, why couldn't you fix that? Yes. But that's so, so falsely uh, interpreted uh, because it has nothing to do with, oh, you're spiritually uh, knowledgeable and then your life should be just a... If you stop having challenges, then you stop moving. Mm. We move, we evolve through challenges mm. and through, you know, uh, revelations and meeting people who says beautiful things or whatever. But we we truly move through challenges. We cannot move without some assistance. So. Everyone, and I don't care if you're Dalai Lama, I know that he still experiences, you know, something can annoy him. Of course it can. Something can make him, really? (laughs) (laughs) Of course it can. There's no such thing as just... But it's the way maybe he is... uh handling it or dealing with Absolutely. it or Absolutely. not having resistance yes. towards it. And, mm. and that is what is the difference. Mm. That is the difference. But it doesn't mean you cannot have challenges. It doesn't mean you cannot get cancer. Mm. Of course you can get cancer even though you are an enlightened being. Mm. Because you're not, not uh, what's it called? Mm. You know, you're you're not um, <laughs> you're not taken out of yeah, the game, right? You no, know? you're still yeah. yeah. I mean, I I remember certain teachers have stories like that. Ram Das, uh, he had an illness at the mm-hmm. end of his life. He uh, is one of the biggest philosophers we had. I think he is dead now. Yeah. I'm not sure if I he does. Yeah, and then um, Elizabeth Kubler Ross. Uh, she wrote a lot of books about near-death experiences and had come very far and all of a sudden her house burned down and she lost all her work, her life's work. And what is the meaning of that? And often we, we, uh, we look for this meaning, you know, why did this happen? That makes no sense. But God or life has mystical ways of teaching absolutely <laughs> and and to me it's actually not important to understand why mm. and asking the question why mm-hmm. will only um, get us uh, that story repeated or that experience repeated if we keep saying why why does it need to be so difficult 
then God will answer us saying, oh, you didn't get it the first time? This is why it's difficult. Let's do it one more time. <laughs> you know, so when we ask why, we are putting the record on repeat. Okay, yeah, that's interesting. So that is why, and I talk about this in the course, I, I prefer the question, show me how. Well, not a question, but the sentence, show me how to move through this. Mm. Show me how to uh, be in a different place. Mm. Instead of why, yeah. why does it, this keep happening? I felt that. Well, because you keep asking why, and we have to show you again and again and again. <laughs> that sort of leads just to the, that victim feeling. Why did this exactly. happen to me? And it's just so easy to go there. Uh, and it's a good reminder uh, to find something else to ask. <laughs> because when we keep, you know, shouting out questions to God, they will be answered. And they will be answered through life. Because we are always answered. We are all, always answered and we are always in dialogue mm. with life, with God. Mm. So Beautiful. Mm. Thank you so much for this enlightening conversation. Well, thank you. For this beautiful upcoming program that is coming on Wisdom from North very soon. And if this is for you and you're curious about it, you can read all about it in the link below. And we're also going to have a free webinar for those who are interested in just learning more and just show up for free. You can do that as well. So thank you so much, Anya, for this beautiful day so in Copenhagen together. Thank you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you want to become more who you are and live in alignment with your soul's purpose and explore a deeper meaning with your life, then you are most welcome to join Wisdom from North membership. If you want to go deeper, you can find all our English online courses and programs at wisdomfromnorth.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube just by searching for Wisdom from North. Until the next episode, much light from here.